Before we hop in with our incredible guest here on the Championship Leadership Podcast, I wanted to talk a little bit real quick about my world class, Unleash the Leader Within Experience, a four-day experience that is built to give you momentum in life that will create the movement that will allow you to go out and accomplish goals and outcomes that you have felt like are mountains, like mountains that are almost impossible to overcome. Unleash the Leader Within, you go through this experience, all of the different modalities are strategically put in place to help you to become the person today that will allow you to become the person that you want to be tomorrow. All about creating a life that you love. And we do that in many different ways. We've had incredible results from hundreds of clients that have come through in the last four years that we've been running Unleash the Leader Within. And so if you want to create a new operating system for yourself, if you want to have a level of certainty that would have people respond to you at a much higher level as a leader, inside of your life and you want to go out and have results that like i said you thought at one point were insurmountable and you want to turn mountains into molehills inside of your life and create a life that is unrecognizable take what feels like the impossible and make it possible then go to www.natebailey.org forward slash ulw Let's go! In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. And marriage has never been better than this And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way Cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey, baby Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Championship Leadership Podcast. And I got a special guest today, Dale Kruger with Tangible Assets, located in Midland, Michigan. We met um, in the filming of a show called Boom America with the original Shark Tank member, one of the original Shark Tank members, Kevin Harrington. And and uh, and Dale and his company are being highlighted on this show. And, and so excited to have you here today on the podcast. Thanks for being here, Dale. Good to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, I always like to ask this question to everyone that comes on. So I'll ask it to you. Championship leadership. What comes to mind for you or what does that mean to you when you hear championship leadership? I think success comes to mind. I think if you do it correctly, you can have success. And I think we all make a lot of mistakes along the way. And the secret is to try to 
learn what those mistakes are and avoid them. And if it means having other good people around to do the things that you can't do perfectly, uh, and you can focus on what you do do well, that's the secret. Uh, amen. Yeah, that's perfectly said for sure. Well, tell us a little bit about you and and uh, tangible assets and what you do, what you're up to, and and uh, you know maybe share a little bit too about how you found yourself on a TV show called Boom America with Kevin Harrington. Well, that's a long story, but I'll try to keep it somewhat <laughs> short. Um, so myself, uh, I kind of stumbled into the world of investments and securities right out of college. I was hired by Merrill Lynch and uh, was in the brokerage industry for about 35 years. And um, prior to that, I had actually um, been a coin collector going back to when I was probably maybe 10 years old. I was a collector of everything. I collected rocks. Uh, actually, my dad was in the military, so we moved around the world. We were in Germany. And I, and I'm sure you've heard the story over and over again, had all the original comic books in the 60s from yeah, like wow. Superman, Spider-Man. In fact, we would take a box of comic books and go amongst the families there on the base and trade back and forth. Okay. And of course, when we moved, my mom threw them all away, threw away uh, the rock collection. Oh, man. She didn't throw away my, my coin collection. And uh, that developed once I was fairly successful at Merrill Lynch and had money. Um, it was about the time when coins were kind of going big time as an investment. Um, mm. They uh, would start slabbing them or grading them and the prices increased dramatically. So I got into it big time and uh, to bring it full circle. Um, unfortunately, it just seemed that these brokerage firms would come up with a lot of investments and the investors would not do that particularly well. Whereas my hobby, uh, I had a few associates that would uh, get involved and we would do pretty well. Um, mm -hmm. And so eventually, due to all the regulations and the, the removal of the fun of being a broker, I decided to first part-time go into uh, the collecting world and, um, and, and help clients you know, in that world. And then I began to do it full time, uh, probably about five, six years ago. Take a quick pause here inside of this incredible interview that you are listening to, to let you know about my 100 mile mindset audiobook. If you would like a copy for free, you just have to send me a quick email at nate at coachnatebailey.com, or you could send me a private message. I'm all over the place on social media at coach Nate Bailey, Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter. You can even find me on the new social media app out there threads through Instagram. But if you would like the free 100 mile mindset, so you could create a 100 mile mindset for yourself based on my experiences, my lessons learned from being an ultra marathon runner, shoot me a message. I'll, I'll send it to you for free. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. What, uh, what would that comic book collection be worth about? Today? I don't even want to think about it. It's kind <laughs> of like those stories you hear about the guy that was going to buy $10,000 worth of Bitcoin when it was like four cents. Yeah. It was too complicated. And I've heard these stories repeatedly because we go to you know Freedom Fest and some of these different conventions and we hear people let their hair down and they tell us their sob story about well, a group of us tried to buy, but we got into an argument, so we didn't buy it. And if we had purchased the the uh, crypto at that time, the Bitcoin, it'd yeah. be worth like 
$500 million now. So uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, you do hear a lot of those stories, unfortunately. And typically it's, it's, uh, not on the winning side either. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yes. But, uh, anyways, well, how did you find yourself, uh, teamed up with Boom America? Uh, the story there was, um, one of the things I got involved with was a, a crypto, um, cloud coin. Um, and of course, uh, uh, Bob Safail, Kevin Harrington had a, uh, embryonic, uh, involvement with that company. I think Kevin would did, did some, uh, interviews and some funding, I think for Sean Worthington and cloud coin. And I got involved in uh, CloudCoin, which was basically, uh, you know, a little bit different than Bitcoin. There's no blockchain. There's really no energy that's being used. Something completely different, mm-hmm. and a chance to again get in early to make up for those yeah. times we could have gotten in early. <laughs> and uh, because of that connection, got to meet Bob Safail, and uh, he invited me down to Clearwater uh, for Boom America to meet uh, Kevin and gotcha. uh, to get involved with uh, with that show. Yeah, very cool. Well, who, if anyone, like who are some of the championship leaders or maybe uh, mentors or people that maybe influence you either even into, you know, the tangible asset side of things that you are doing today um, and where you're at today that really impacted you and what are maybe some of the characteristics of those people? You know, that's a very interesting question because I'm a believer that um, we all have strengths and weaknesses. And, you know, I kind of use some coaching or sports analogies because I think there, there are certain players that uh, maybe they hit 50 home runs a year, but they're slow. Yeah. So knowing as a manager, I guess, or as a leader, what the strengths and weaknesses are of different people, especially of yourself. And if you can then uh, make up for some of your areas of lesser skill by having other partners part of the team. I think that's a very key thing. And I draw a correlation to the, the world of gets metals, which is the specific collect collector, collector, collectible I'm involved with. It's a very interesting world because the collector world, they don't really want prices to go up. They really want prices to stay low so they can continue to collect. Mm. So when you take somebody like me who is in the brokerage industry, of course, there, you don't want your real estate to stay flat, so you can right. buy more. Yeah, Maybe you do, but you want everything to go up. You, you are doing it to make a profit. Yeah. And the interesting thing about these metals is I think it, it's a, um, a merging of having fun if you're a collector, that certain percentage of the world that has that collector bug you know, in their genes. You can have fun, but you can also make, um, make money too. So the old world of the Getz metal collectors is it's an incestuous group. It's the same group buying metals. And I'd like to expose these very interesting metals to, to the masses, to people yeah. out there who have never heard about them, bring in the politics, bring in the, the other aspects of it, uh, history, and um, bring, allow people to get into something early, have a lot of fun, and make it maybe another uh, investment sector that they don't even know about. We, we're going to create another investment sector. Mm-hmm. Did you say, I think you said you have some, some of the metals that you deal with? Could you I do. Us, I do. Us? You know, and that's, that's one of the caveats. This is something you can get into and get interested, but when you end up having 1500 metals after a while, it's, you know, 
which bank, which safety yeah. deposit box, you know, it's, it, it becomes yeah. a little overwhelming. So I've got a couple here. Um, this is an actual gold medal. I don't know if we can get this to. There you go. A little bit. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Gold medal. Huh? Yeah. I what is that? This is a, a group of medals that, um, Getz did um, Richard uh, Wagner. Uh, he had a group of probably like seven of these composers and musicians. And, and um, it's a subset amongst all the Getz medals. And this is, for those that are familiar, the grading services are now grading medals. And okay. um, this oh, is wow. an MS-67, which would be, you know, almost impossible for a coin or a medal that was made in 1933 to basically have virtually no marks or, or uh, imperfections on it at all. Uh -huh. A rare US coin that would be MS-67 might be worth a hundred grand. I mean, okay. you know, just a simple answer, but yet these metals are not well known. People don't know how rare they are yeah. and uh, they've never been marketed. And therefore I was able to pick this up for pretty much the value of the gold, oh, wow. which is an amazing, uh, you know, exciting uh, facet of this yeah. of this world and there's different ones i'd say only about one or two percent are actually in these slabs because that's something that's fairly fairly new uh -huh. um, i guess there's just a little millimeter yeah. of distance that i got to try to get this <laughs> yeah up. with the blue so this is another metal that um you know again gets chronicled everything that happened in europe uh, from like 1900 to maybe 1945. So okay. a lot of stuff happened in Europe in, in those yeah, no periods of time. Right. And uh, the history and the politics is one of the things that intrigues me because when I show these to people who've never heard of Getz or seen medals before, they're fascinated. Yeah. Uh, and to be able to buy these things for, you know, a few hundred dollars or a few thousand if you're going to collect paintings, you might, you know, what do you need? 50 million? Collect a couple right, of yeah, million yeah. dollar paintings. Yeah. Um, these are much cheaper. I can pop them in my pocket, you know, walk through an airport. They're yeah. portable. They're private. Yeah. Um, the politics, the, the one thing I tell people is there's a lot of craziness in the world. You talk to two people, one loves Trump, what hates them. They're ready yeah. to kill each other in five minutes. <laughs> exactly. And what I find out and what people find out when they study politics is the world uh, 100 years ago was the same way. In fact, it might yeah. have been worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Back then they had they had world wars over right. differences in politics. So yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah, that is interesting. Well, what's uh, what's the big goal for you? What's the vision? You know, I think championship leadership with uh, they have typically have uh, a big vision and courage to take action on it, make an impact. So, what, what's what what are you looking to do and accomplish through tangible assets and the people that you're working with, the clients that you work with? I want to do things a little bit different. The average dealer in Getz Metals has an inventory, and he has collectors that will look at his inventory and haggle with them and buy a few metals and put a set together. I'm taking a page out of the old, you know, brokerage world, the old investment world, where I'd like to work with people, a small number of, of clients, um, where they'd say, you know, I'm concerned about the banking system. I'm concerned um, 
you know, about what's going to happen with the dollar. I want to diversify, but I want to do it in a way that I can have a little fun. So I'm going to buy some gold. I'm going to buy some crypto. I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do in the stock market. And uh, I'm also interested in these metals. And I'd like to take a portion of my portfolio and become kind of a slash collector investor, because I think these can do very well. Mm-hmm. But if they just get a lot, have a lot of fun and they break even, um, you know, if that's the worst that happens, I mean, that's not a bad situation to be yeah. in. Right. So I'd like to say, you know, you want to take 50,000, I'll put a portfolio together for you. So that's what I'd like to do. I wouldn't want to work strictly with the collectors. I'd want to work with the investor collector. And the beauty of um, Boom America and the team that that they've assembled is they've got the top marketing people in the world. Yeah. I mean, you've got people yeah. like you doing what you do, uh, providing exposure to me. They've got groups that'll put a website together. And the real shortfall, and you don't want to get me going about the tech world because yeah. things about tech, but me as a business yeah. person, when I talk to a tech person and let's say it's a young person and they want to do a website, they're going to think the same way every other widget. We're going to have a funnel. You're going to you know, talk to people on the internet and they're going to go to your website and they're going to you know, buy metals from you. Yeah. And that's not what I want. I need right. to educate. And I need to have it done differently. And I think the, uh, the the marketing team that's assembled gets it. And for them to do a website for me, to do the exposure, to do the press releases, and to really talk to me and find out what I'm doing and how it's different. Yeah. I've been searching for that for years and I've wasted a, tens of thousands, Lots like of every business it. person can tell you, dealing yeah. with <laughs> The yep. way things are done, wrong. Don't want to yeah. do it that way anymore. Love it. That's amazing. That's 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 great. Um, what as far as working with investors, is there a minimum level that that people need to be coming in at to to invest? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that open a little bit. As I said, if I'm dealing with somebody who gets it. Yeah. And basically, maybe they want to put 5000 in a month or whenever they get an, ex- an extra amount that they can put in and build their collection. Some of them, and I know this from experience, some of them, they're going to buy these metals, they're going to throw them in the safe, and they're going to forget about them. Mm-hmm. Others are going to veer more toward the collector side. They're going to study them. They're going to analyze them. They're going to kind of really get into it. Yeah. And that's fine, too. I mean, that's really right. what happened to me. And then others are going to say, hey, I'm going to buy $50,000 worth, send me a list. Um, I'll do a little research, but I'm busy working. Yeah. Uh, Dale, you keep them because, you know, I've got to put them in a safety deposit box. I have to insure them also up and beyond yeah. the cost of the safety deposit box. So I'll work within whatever context they are interested in. But I want to make it clear to them, there's no guarantees in anything. Sure. I, I think a lot of times people today are doing things as a hedge. Yeah. I don't want to make 10 times my money. I just want to make sure I don't lose everything when the the government, you know, closes yeah, the banks right. down or yeah. whatever the conspiracy of the day is. Yeah. And um so I I listen to the person, I find out what their fears are, what they think is going to happen. In some cases it's maybe almost an insurance policy. It's like mm-hmm. people buy the the hydrated food. They don't really plan on using it, but they're prepared. Right. If things yeah. get a little crazy. Peppers. So yeah. I want them to yeah, enjoy I it. I want them to learn stuff. 
I would hope they, they would make money and, uh, and it, it's a diversification. Yeah, and definitely. Right. I think it's the perfect fit for that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, kind of as we, we near up the end here, what's, what's a moment for you? Cause I think a lot of listeners are, you know, they've faced some challenging times or they are right now. So what's maybe uh what I call a critical moment in your life where, you know, you have to take a left or a right and make a decision and you don't know how it's going to play out. So obviously you, you made the decision that you did, which has you where you are today, but had you not been in a very different place, uh, what might that be that could give some, someone some hope uh, and some, some power in, in deciding themselves in that moment right now? You hear from all the sages of business that you're supposed to do something you like doing mm -hmm. and also do something that serves a need of the customer or yeah. the client. You know, and those things, everybody intuitively says, absolutely, that's the way it's got to be. But people also get trapped into whatever it is they're doing. And like yeah. me being in the brokerage industry, it's all I knew. In retrospect, when you break free and do something you really enjoy, you know what you're going to say and think, why didn't I do this 20 years ago? Yeah. Because yeah. the whole the whole mindset of the overregulated know-it-all, holier-than-thou attitude of that brokerage investment world, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad I've left it behind. And that yeah. shift to do something I liked, uh, I should have done it sooner. But, um, you know, we all kind of jump into the water and the stream carries us mm -hmm. along our way and it's tough to get out. But yeah, definitely, you should do it. I would encourage people to do yeah. it. I think that's great advice. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I've, I've been there myself. So um, beautiful. What's what's uh what's the best way that people can learn more about you and what you're up to and and you know reach out to you i don't know if you have a social media presence or yeah what, or a website what's the best way to find out more about you and tangible assets uh on facebook um i also have a website tangible assets llc com, and there's several videos on either youtube or on those websites that they can watch where i was interviewed for you know similar to this but more basically talking about the metals uh, yeah. showing some of the medals. And I think when people see the, you know, Kevin Harrington was very interested in the backstory of a lot of these medals. Yeah. And I don't know if we have any time, but uh, currently involved in a, in a project about the Lusitania, making a movie about the Lusitania that includes Nikolai Tesla, which is interesting. Oh, wow. Got me into that is Carl Goetz. One of his most famous medals is the sinking of the Lusitania. He was a, a very uh, patriotic German. He was kind of like a like a Trump character. And so when the Lusitania was sank, he did a medal, you know, celebrating the sinking of the Lusitania, saying, we told those people not to, you know, get on the, the ship because yeah. they're, they're shipping armaments. And it has a skeleton selling tickets, you know, at the oh, wow. Canard, uh, you know, shipping company. Yeah. And uh, it shows the ship sinking on the reverse. Well, Carl Goetz accidentally heard about the sinking and put the wrong date. He put May 5th instead of May 7th. So the British made 500,000 copies and used it as a propaganda piece to get the U.S. into World War I. And they said, he put May 5th. He knew about this in advance. So he's oh. running around Europe going to all these dealers and trying to get these medals back that he had sold, uh, you know. Oh, and wow. uh, he also did the same thing. The the Hitler's people show up at his door and said, 
you're going to do a Hitler medal. So he does a Hitler medal and he abbreviates Adolf to AD period. Well, AD period uh, means retired. Yeah. So the Nazis were very upset. Why are you saying <laughs> our beloved Fuhrer is retired? So he has to run around Europe. I think it's comical and try to get these medals back. Oh, wow. And uh, so there's a lot of stories with a lot of history to it, right? Yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah, that that's that's cool. I bet you could just go down days and days of rabbit holes on all that stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, as we wrap this up, is there anything else before we go that you'd like to say uh, before we close out? I would say anybody who has an interest in in uh, that world of collecting and also uh, getting into something that I think has a lot of potential to make money as well, but have a lot of fun um, and wants to learn about history, politics, any type of interest in any of that. Uh, the craftsmanship on these medals, he's considered one of the one of the masters. I mean, he would have husband and wife come in and he'd do a 25th you know, wedding anniversary medal by hand, he would, uh, he would engrave the master, the, the mold in reverse wow. by hand into stone. Wow. And then the family would bring in their silver or, you know, whatever that he would melt, pour these, uh, these cast metals that then would be passed out for a, uh, a birth or a graduation set of a, you know, a, a, a cigar. People would yeah, pass yeah. out these metals oh God, that would, you know, have, some some staying power and those metals show up on e ebay to this day and no kidding. Uh, people are avidly uh collect them oh wow so yeah That's contact cool. me no be happy to talk to people yeah um you know educate uh people i think that's part of the process that's a little different with this as opposed to uh you know the normal um you know product that's being sold uh through uh social media yeah absolutely well, that's incredible. Very interesting. So yeah, um, please check it out. Please reach out to, to Dale and, and uh, you know, if you're interested, um, do so right away. So appreciate you being here today, Dale. Thank you so much. And it was, it was a great uh, having the opportunity to meet you and excited to see where this goes with Boom America. So have a great day. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. No doubt you enjoyed that incredible episode of the Championship Leadership Podcast as always. And this is, again, just a, a gentle nudge and reminder to go check us out at natebailey.org forward slash ULW if you want to transform your life to one that you love, to go out and accomplish things in your life that you've been thinking and dreaming about and, and just have maybe felt that it wasn't even possible at some point. If that is you and you want to take your life to the next level, go again, natebailey.org forward slash ULW. Let's have a conversation and let's change your life for the better. Let's go. Let's go. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, he was all alone. 
But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see him focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'm gonna lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it, I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this. Championship Leadership Podcast. Hey, babe.